Welcome to the Readings and Ramblings podcast, where we ramble about the Bible and the books we're reading, all from a Christian worldview. We're your hosts, Janice Jones and Shanna Vera, and we invite you to journey with us in our thoughts and exchange of ideas. Our hope is that these conversations will inspire you to read and grow in faith with friends. Shanna, hello. Hello. How are you, Janice? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited to be here again. <laughs> I think I'm ready. Let's <laughs> Hello out there. That's anyone that's listening to us. We're happy to have you listening to us. Welcome. So, All right. So I feel like last week I shared my quote first. Ah. And I am anticipating yours. So you're going to go first. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited to hear yours. So, um, all right, I'll go fast so you can go. (laughs) (laughs) So my quote, like yours, is a biblical quote. It's from the Bible. Um, It's from, I go to a Lutheran church and each week they have the Old Testament reading, the epistle and the gospel. And um, I, I write a blog post about from any either from all three of them or from one of them. And so I thought this week's reading was last week's reading was so good because it was it was actually from 2 Corinthians um 2 Corinthians chapter 4, but you know how when you're reading in the Old Testament and it refers back to the when you're reading in the New Testament and it refers back to the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So in this case, the verse the verse for this week was the New New Testament reading, but it was talking about David in the Old Testament. And this was in, it, this was in Psalm 116. And David's been sick and he's been praying to God. And, you know, he starts off first giving thanks to God and just, um, just saying, thank you for just inclining your ear to me. I love when he says that, you know, and one of the things that he said in that verse, which was my absolute favorite, because I really needed that. It was um, Psalm 116. And what verse is it? It was verse seven. And it says, return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. And I love that, you know, like when you're yeah. in like turmoil, and you don't feel well and mm-hmm. everything is just like, you know, especially when you're sick, you know, or you're worried about getting sick. I think about like, you know, especially in this time with COVID and the fear, what if I get sick or, you know, what if my loved yep. ones get sick? You know, you have all of these going on and he, you know, he had prayed to God and he said all these things. And that was one of the things he said, because he said, return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. And then he says, for you, Lord, have delivered me from your death, my eyes from your tears, my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. And he said, I trust in the Lord. I trusted in the Lord when I said, I am greatly afflicted. And in my alarm, I said, everyone is a liar. But the verse that really stood out to me, two of them, was when he said, "Rest, return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. And then the second one was when he said, I trusted in the Lord when I said, I am greatly afflicted. 
You know, like it's like I'm still I might be sick. I might still have these circumstances that I don't like, but I still believed, you know, I still trusted you. So even though I'm saying I'm afflicted and I'm, you know, trying to go through this bad circumstance, I still trusted. And um, Paul actually in second in second Corinthians verse four, he was talking about that. And he was saying, you know, like they were being persecuted for spreading the gospel. And he Mm -hmm. said, we like, you know, like David said, we, you know, where we believed, but yet we still spoke, you know? So it's like, we're acknowledging that we're going through these sufferings, but we still believe. So that was my verse for this week. Cause I know I love that. sometimes yeah. it's like circumstances, whether it's sickness or whatever it is, you know, first of all, it's like, Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like, he's like, you got to tell your soul, you know, rest. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> cause God has been good to you. And when you look, you do see he has been good to you. And I love that. He said, you know, I believed even when I said I'm, I'm greatly afflicted. I still believe. So I, I always verse. find that interesting, like the faith of the people, the characters in the Bible, yes. even when they're going through. I mean, David went through so many times where his life was threatened. But yes. I even think of Paul. Do you remember when he goes to that island after a shipwreck? And he's been shipwrecked like three times. I and know. survives them all. Yeah. He's shipwrecked again on an island and like a venomous uh, lizard bites him. Yes. And they all think, oh, he, you know, he's, he's this die. horrible person. That's why this happened to him. But then he doesn't die from it. Yep. And then they think, oh, he must be a god. Yes, you know? yes. And it's like he should have died. It was a venomous animal. There's really, that made no sense why he didn't, except for the fact that he knew his job was not done. Yes. And that his life was spared because he still had things he had to do. Yes. <laughs> and, uh. So it's just, it, it is interesting. Like you, you, you hope that like when your time or you don't know when your time has come that you yes. have that kind of faith. Yes. I do think, I do think COVID gave us all a little bit of a taste of like, okay, is this my time to go it's kind so of a thing. True. It definitely brought that before our eyes like never before. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, you know. We got to feel where our faith was at, which was really good for me. I think it was a good testing period for my faith. But uh, I think if I was bit by a venomous uh, animal, I probably would have reacted very differently. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. But I I hope to ascend to that level of Paul and be like, you know what? God's not finished with me yet. So this snake is not going to kill me. (laughs) Yes. And maybe that's why I should say God's not finished with me yet. So this COVID is not going to kill me. Exactly. Exactly. And if it does, then that was his will and his will. My job here is done. Exactly. It's, you know, it sounds like, I don't know. um, Sometimes it's, it it is, it is a journey to get to that point. I mean, I'm not, we say it and we say it laughing, but it is true. You know, that it is, it is. It's like, well, I know that my, I want to live. I want to be here long and be with my yeah. family and see my kids grow up and have their families and hold my grandbabies and all that good stuff, yeah, you know. Of course. But if that's not in God's plan, then you know, we can't do it. I was, you know, I was talking to my husband on the ride home and I was telling him about the story. Do you remember when David and Bathsheba had their baby? Yeah. And the baby was sick, right? Mm-hmm. And do you remember that whole week that he the baby was sick he was like he fasted he didn't take a bath he did he didn't you know he was just in prayer that whole week but 
um, when the baby died, they were, you know, all his servants were afraid to go and tell him because they're like, um, he was such a mess. The he whole was week. such they a like, mess. How is he going to take do? this? Right? right. But then afterwards, when they told him, he got up, he ate, and then he went along. Um, you know, he went about, you know, he got back mm-hmm. into yep, life. Routine, yep. And, you know, in looking at that, they were like wondering, you know, like, did he not love his child or, or what? But then he was like, well, there's nothing I can do, you know, um, that was God has made his decision and the baby, right. you know, that was his decision to take the baby's life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that takes a lot of, I don't know what the word is, but I'm just going to use faith for a lack of a better word. Like he, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could be that way, but I could well, I see. Think as, I think as women, it's, it would, it would be different. Anyway. Yeah. They didn't mention Bathsheba, like what yeah, she was feeling. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think that women could process it as easily. Maybe. Yes, maybe. Um, I think that's definitely different, but, but yeah, for him to accept God's will and know that there was no more, there was no more time for intercession, that it was done yes. and it was time to move on. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and but I, I assume that, you know, again, he's been through a lot with God. He's been through a lot in his life. He's seen how, you know, even in Psalm 116, he's like, I don't, I don't walk among the land of the dead. I walk, I walk with you among the land of the living, you know, like he didn't even know yet about Jesus per se, you Mm -hmm. know, that, um, he would be that there, that there is this, actually, I don't know. Do you think he knew that there was this heaven? Like there's this life after, I don't know what was revealed to him. Yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to know. I don't know. But he spoke as if he knew that. That was the thing. Like he had that hope that, you know, this is, there's more. Or I don't know if it's, that's the right word. But anyway, um, Psalm 116 was definitely something I needed for this week for myself. And um, Isn't that funny how sometimes that happens? Yes. Yes, because I was supposed to be reading Second Corinthians, and I'm like, okay, here I am in Psalms 116. But yep. it was good. It was what I needed, and then it popped up again. That was so weird. Like it was like you know in the in the U Bible app. Oh, that was your verse of the day. Yeah, it was like, or it was wow. something like it was either the picture of the day or the verse of the day. You know, they do the one yeah. with the picture and the verse. But somehow no, it had popped up again. I don't believe in coincidences. No. So. That was definitely your verse for this week, Janice. (laughs) All right. All right. I will share mine. I don't know if we can uh, follow after that. um, So mine comes from Matthew chapter 11, verse 29. Take my yoke upon you Mm -hmm. and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest. Mm, I love that verse. I just feel like it's such encouragement. I think especially, too, there's days where I just feel, like, emotionally and physically exhausted (laughs) as a mom and a wife and all the hundred other jobs we do in a day. Exactly. I was going to say a sister, a friend, a daughter. (laughs) Um, I just felt like I needed that, like... I needed that rest. I needed to lean on him and like, remember he's always there. You know, I think sometimes yeah. we take everything on a hundred percent by ourselves thinking it's our responsibility. I have to do this. I need to accomplish it. And yep. And then that's not, that's not true. <laughs> we are not alone in this. No. And you know, what's interesting is like, I don't know all the other religions in the world, but it feels like with God, like he makes it so easy 
you know, like you don't have to, we didn't have to earn anything. We didn't have to do anything to get this rest. You know, it's like, he's just, he gives that so freely, you know, just for your belief in him, you know? And I think that's one of the things that I will always find most amazing. And I think this verse also just makes me realize like he doesn't look at me as a failure. Even if I feel like I failed that day. Yeah. You know, he says, I am gentle and I am humble in heart. You know, it's like there's such a kindness and yeah. like, like it's easy to go to him. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to be like, you know, you're struggling today because you failed. Yeah. <laughs> you're having a hard time because of your attitude. You know, like that's <laughs> not the feeling you get. Like I'm about to get in trouble because I didn't do it right. You know, maybe that's what I need, but. That's not what he does. He's there and it's like, and he's going to give you that rest and he's going to be kind and he's going to be humble. And it's like, ah, I don't know. It's like, puts you at peace a little bit. It puts, puts me at peace a lot. It's one of my favorite verses. Um, like one of those verses that you hope when you get old and you can't remember anything, that's, that's one of the ones that pop up in your head. Yeah. (laughs) Just like randomly spurting that verse out. (laughs) But it is a beautiful verse. I'm glad you picked that one. Yeah, actually, it was in the book that we were reading, The Redeeming Love. They pick, there's Bible verses in in a lot of the chapters, right? Before you start, there's like a verse. And uh, that was one of them. And that's what stuck out to me. So I was like, I will write that one down. And then I was waiting for something else to come along to. But that was so when you said, what do you have? I'm like, I only have one this week. So (laughs) we need it. (laughs) (laughs) All we needed was the one. So that's perfect. So um, are you reading anything in the bible this week what are you reading this week yeah i actually finished numbers today so i feel a little bit proud of myself because i was i was a little bit behind and i feel like i'm slowly catching up i don't know where you are i know you have to be in deuteronomy no i'm in deuteronomy three that's okay yeah i'm not that far no no i'm feeling pretty proud of myself that i actually bridged that gap that (laughs) happened during my vacation i was Um, gonna say i was gonna say i can slow down because i think you know like in the u app it's good for it's good for me. It's okay. good for me to push myself. And, and and it's not really that much reading. I uh, And the thing with the YouVersion Bible app, I can put the audio on and yes. they can read it to me. Yes. So there's been a couple of times where I'm like cleaning the bathroom and listening to a couple of chapters and numbers. So that's how I actually caught up because yes. I was able to listen to it while, you know, folding laundry and putting clothes away and all that kind of stuff. So um I'm really glad that I was able to do that. Yay. Because it is hard for me to sometimes sit down and actually concentrate. Um, <laughs> yeah, too. so I finished numbers. Good day when you can. <laughs> I, oh, I found very interesting. I wrote a little note here about um, God's law on murder. Do you remember that chapter? No, it's tell the me. second to last chapter. Okay. Where he talks about. What do you do if somebody murders somebody, but it was unintentional? Oh, yes. And you send them to the refuge city. Yes. But then he goes in to explain what is not considered murder without intent, um, just to clarify. That way, you know, and it was, he goes through all of it. And then also he talks about how you have to have more than one witness. 
Yes. And it's just so funny because I think of the laws that govern our country yes. and our judicial system. And it's honestly, I mean, the founders of this nation use biblical principles and you see it. You read numbers and you're like, oh, we still follow. We have a jury. Oh, <laughs> there is different <laughs> levels of murder. And yes. you know, it was very interesting reading that and seeing like we still do that today. <laughs> I think that's I, I agree with that. You know, there, I know there are people that will deny that, but it's there. It's it's there in the book of numbers. I know. And um, I thought it was it made me look at God as like he cared well we know that he cared about the details when we were reading um exodus and he was talking about building the tabernacle so we know he's a god of details (laughs) but i did see like he he was even in the details of something like that you know like to to even have to even have a place that people would go because if it's if it's manslaughter it's accidental but you know maybe that person don't want you to be there in that same town right. with them. You so know? that's what he was concerned about. He was concerned, I guess, if you killed somebody, the family or the tribe yes. or whoever would seek revenge. And so he knew they could not live among everybody for their own safety. And then it would cause other people to sin because then they, you know, it would snowball into a whole, then they would take justice into their own hands. Yep. So it, they had to leave. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was very interesting and he doesn't spare any details on what he considers intentional and non-intentional murder. Yeah. So that one was, um, I do remember that. Was that also, was the last chapter also with the three women? Um, yeah. Three sisters, yes. right? The, with the, um, inheritance. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was uh, that was good, too. I thought it was such a nice chapter. I feel like women in the Old Testament were not treated like humans. Right. <laughs> so to see them being heirs and being allowed to choose who they would marry and they'd be able to keep their inheritance and all of that was a nice change of pace for the female characters of the Old Testament. <laughs> I thought so, too. And uh, I think... And the fact that the... That it came from God, like, you know, like he was in that decision making, right. you know, because I know sometimes people look at the Bible and say that is misogynistic and, you know, um, patriarchal. Yes. And, yep. and you know what? Sometimes it is or sometimes it appears yeah. to be. Yes, yep. uh, that was. But when I do think you see a huge change from Old Testament to New Testament, though. Yeah. I think a lot of it is cultural. I mean, how many years passed from Old Testament to New Testament? Um, so I think a lot of the cultural things that were going on during that day influenced what was happening. And also, uh, we can't look at it with 2021 eyes either, you know, like yeah. things that sometimes you read the Bible and it's like, oh, but yeah, that was, the, that was actually, it may not seem okay now, but that was the culture of, like you said, that was the culture of the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we look back at our history more recently and we think, how was that acceptable and okay? Yes. And yet it was. But so, it was, though. Because it was culturally appropriate at the time, you know, yep. and we did learn and thankfully have grown. And I hope that can, the pattern continues. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But the fact that they were able to to do it I think that you know that they you know they were able to keep their land and you know it 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 was actually more Shanna that it was part of keeping with the covenant because they were part of that tribe and what would happen they weren't allowed to share the property like each tribe had their own 
land. So if right, they that was married, to them. right. So if they intermarried right. outside of their tribe, then now you have it would get confusing. Yeah. So I thought right, that you know that lines, those details, the property lines, exactly. So I mean, even yeah. that that was even talked about and put in the Bible, I thought that was very interesting too. Yeah, there's no details that weren't missed. And as I'm reading through the Old Testament again, you realize like there wasn't anything skipped or forgotten. Like no. It was all covered. And sometimes you're reading through it and wishing it wasn't, but <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need to know this. That's how I felt about Exodus. It's like, do I really, really, really or you know, you put your switch hats on. Okay, this is the detailed stuff, you know. I'll mm-hmm. definitely need to be did you laundry. notice that one of the three women's names was Tirza? Was one of the women? Yes, and I did notice that. I have a book called Tirza. I never read well, it. Well, that's the name that that Michael calls Angel in the book that we're reading. Remember when he's like in love with her, he calls her Tirza. Yes. And I was like, when I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, how weird to come across that name. Oh, that's, that's the name true. that he would. That was the name he'd use for her. Not Mara? Because I was thinking Mara. No, so Mara, right, he did call her Mara, but that's when she was being, like, bitter and angry, right? Yes. But then when he was, like, at a good place with her and, like, loving her. Yes. He would call her Tears. He had different names. He did have different names for her. But she did say that she wouldn't tell her him her real name. So I guess he was allowed to just call her whatever he wanted. I, I think she did say, "You can call me whatever you want." So <laughs> she he did just say kept renaming that. her. <laughs> that was on her. Be careful what you say. <laughs> oh man. Well, I so are we ready to talk about the book, or am I just jumping the gun? No. Here? Well, I was just going to say I started Deuteronomy. <laughs> And um, okay. it's it's just one chapter a day so far. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm at Deuteronomy 3 today. And okay. this is just Moses talking to the Israelites because he's about to die. And um, Okay, so if I remember Deuteronomy correctly, yep. which maybe I don't, God says something to Moses and then Moses repeats it to the children. Is that how that book goes? Or no? Uh And not at the beginning. Right now, he's just recapping everything. So like Deuteronomy chapter one, he's like, you know, this is what happened. So he's like recapping, you know, God took us out, took us out of, you know, Israel. Then this happened at the, you know, when y'all started worshiping the calves. And so he's like kind of just going through the whole history of what has happened. Okay. Um, And that's it. So I don't really have anything there because it's really just a recap of what's of what's going on. But you know what I do think, though, Shan, is that what I've learned so far in looking at the Old Testament is how important it is to repeat what has happened, especially things that has happened with God. Because, you know, sometimes we might do, or I might do, the rolling of the eyes, like, okay, why is he repeating this? You know, we already know it. We all yeah. went through it together. But yeah. it obviously is not enough because there was always some rebellion, you know, um, and it's like there was always rebellion. And then there was always that looking back to Egypt. So it's like reminding them it's I guess it was a way of keeping them looking forward, even though we're looking back like this is not how it was. This is what happened. And maybe reminding people of this is what happened can make them not do it again in the future right only reason why I was, I was thinking about that is because with the kids i'm reading joshua i'm like all over the place with you i'm doing deuteronomy <laughs> <laughs> and then we're doing hosea and then with the kids i'm doing 
Joshua, right? And so yeah. if you remember, oh, when we get to Joshua, Joshua was like, this is when Joshua was about to die. And he also kind of does a reminiscing of what has happened, you know, and right. where we are now. And he's like, you know. Well, I think that's kind of an older person's thing. You know, older people generally do like to talk of the past and re- like of their life, of what's going on. I think that's very normal and natural for like older people to do that. But even with, but even deeper, because it wasn't just, it wasn't just to say to for memory because he was like right he told him that because he said and it said this generation the generation like that like well, also died. if you if you remember they were not going to have the bible everything had to be spoken of to the generation and they would tell the generation which would tell the generation exactly so it's it's like the stories of the family that they don't want forgotten so they constantly repeat it exactly and i think that's what was happening because it said this generation was faithful to god the generation that when he died they were faithful to god right. but the generation after that they forgot so that made me think that they didn't they didn't take those stories and pass that on down like to say remember this is what was happening this is what happened god saved you know like it wasn't passed down because why did that generation miss it and then start to turn away from god you know so i'm thinking maybe there is a method to that to that uh or the reasoning in that just to kind of keep constantly reminding people this is what god has done this is what happened remember remember you know (laughs) i think we do that to our kids too at least i feel like like you know you put a child in timeout, yeah, and you tell them why they're in timeout, and then when you go to get them out of timeout, you say, "Do you know why you're in timeout?" And you kind of, it's like that repetition of, you know, you did something wrong. This is the punishment for doing something wrong. Let's not do this wrong thing again. <laughs> and I think sometimes, even in my own life, I feel like God has done that, where I've gone through a trial. And I didn't do it right. And then I went through that trial again and again. And I keep, you know, and so you finally realize, hey, I've done this several times (laughs) and I've done the same thing and it hasn't turned out right. Maybe I should change my uh, plan of attack here. (laughs) Um, I I have I don't know about you, but I have seen that for myself where I'm like, okay, absolutely. (laughs) But I also think like reading, like consistently reading the Bible, it reminds us too. um, of just all the things that we need to remember, you know, like if you don't read the Bible um, consistently, then you can forget about stuff, you know? Oh, and I think the sins of the Israelites for me can easily transfer into my own life. Absolutely. You know, the looking back to Egypt and the complaining about God and the never being satisfied and And finding satisfaction in other things besides god you know which is an idol i mean there's not a thing that they did that i don't see in my own life and there's moments where i want to be annoyed at them and be like really you're complaining again you know and then it's like stop and think you know it's like how are you like them exactly you know but that's but but i think that's us i think that's that's the moses you know or the or the joshua that's going back and telling us this is what happened remember this is what happened this is how this is what happened when you disobeyed this is what happened when um 
you did obey, you know, and then so for us, our going back is to reading the Bible because we can see, okay, this is what happened to them. These are the things that we have to remember to tell our children. These are the things that right. we have to remember to do so that the next generation will know, you know, so right. I, I am so well, we both are proponents of, you know, reading the Bible and just learning from it and teaching our kids because it's, it's so the next generation will know. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done a read through the Bible in a while, and I really feel like I've been missing this in my life. So I'm already like, all right, two years after I finish this, I'm starting over. Oh, me too. Oh, we totally. God willing, I'm I'm joining one with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do like no, the two year pace, though. So I don't think good. I would do the one year again, but I have loved this. I feel like there's been times where I've actually like I've finished the reading for the day, but I had time to either reread or or it'll reference something, and I can go look it up yes. because I have the time yes. and pace to do it. Yes. I feel like I remember and retain more from what I've read because I wasn't doing it in such a hasty manner Absolutely. to get through it. So I've really enjoyed this. I've been able to kind of soak it up a little Me bit too. more. Me so. too. And sometimes I look for it's like, oh, it's just one chapter today. I mean, one chapter Old Testament, of and then of course you have the New Testament, but it, right, like, but it's, it's manageable. some verses. It's not usually even a whole chapter yes, in the, in New, the New Testament. Testament. So. Yeah, so it's Although really there's quite manageable. a few times where I just listen to the whole chapter or I'll read the whole chapter yep. of the New Testament because and then the next day they'll have you finish it so I'll just reread it again yes. or I will re-listen to it again whatever I'm doing yeah um so I kind of I kind of like that too I'm like sometimes I need to hear it twice because <laughs> <laughs> well, you tell it. get it the first time <laughs> wait what was that about so we are totally encouraging if you have not you know, taking up the Bible as a something that you read every day that we so encourage it um, and definitely find a friend to do it with because it makes it so much better. And I don't feel like there's a right or a wrong or a certain no, temple you have to no. go at. I mean, if you really wanted to just read the Bible, just one chapter at a time and just keep going go until you it. make it to the end. Go like, for it. I don't think there's a wrong way nope, of doing it. Absolutely It's just not. being in it yep. every day. I think that's the main thing that I take away from it. Because there's days where I finished the reading and just felt like, well, I don't really know what I took away from that. But <laughs> Just knowing that I'm in it every day yes. and sometimes there's like a big nugget and other times there's just like a dusting. <laughs> yes. And then sometimes you talk with your friend and you're like, oh, I didn't miss that. Or, oh, did you get that yeah. too? You know, it's just. Exactly. You know, that's yeah, To that's delight in God's word, I think it's, it, it's, um, it's something everyone should have and can have, you know. So we encourage it. We're encouraging that. Yes. All right, so we're going to switch over now to Redeeming Love, right? That's what we're both reading, in addition to yes, probably the other 50 are. million other things we're reading. <laughs> what chapter did you read up to this week? Oh, I think. What chapter was I supposed to read up to? Because I think I, I would be think. Yeah, uh, see, that's no. what I, I was. I didn't want to say it first because I feel like I didn't. I don't remember what we're supposed to do, but I'm pretty sure I won't pass it at this point. I think I went to 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did worse. You did worse? <laughs> I thought you were going to say a worse number. Now I feel worse about no, it. I went to like chapter like 27. Oh. So. That's okay. I can keep up with you. But now I know I need to get on the ball. (laughs) (laughs) 
no, no pressure. I am just really having a hard time with this book. I kind of just want to get to the end where it's like happy. It's so depressing and sad. And I keep thinking like, well, it's going to get better. So I keep going forward. And I think that's why I'm getting through it. And I'm just like, it's going to get happier. It's going to get better. And it's just, it's so sad. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I just wanted to be happy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shannon. There's no happiness yet. <laughs> I think, I think the happiness coming to epilogue. I'm about to just read the last chapter just say, so that I know that I'm like going towards about something. To say, yeah. I'm starting to give up hope. I was going to say, there's happiness in the epilogue. And you know what's so funny is I feel like I'm annoyed at Michael Hosea the whole time. And I know that's not how I should be. I'm like, I know that people are like, oh, he's the best thing ever. But I just keep feeling annoyed at him. Oh, really? And like understanding where Angel is coming from. And I don't know. It's like weird. I'm annoyed at her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, I feel like that's what you're supposed to be. But I like, I completely understand. What did he do to you? Wait, he's like so kind and patient. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about his personality. He's very controlling. It's going to be my way. Wow. Like, I don't know. I just feel like he could be like nicer. I don't know. It's just But she was okay, but he's in he said that because she's stubborn too. And he knows that she's used to if if he didn't say that, she will cuz I think when he said that, um he wanted her to give his her heart to him. You know, uh yeah. I think, you know, and as I know for her, she doesn't want to. And he I guess in his head, I'm looking at it from his head. He's just like I know that I have your best interest at heart, you know? Right. But the thing is, she doesn't, she doesn't trust know it. him. Yeah. And even when she loves him, she doesn't trust him. Yeah. And he can't seem to comprehend that. And I think it's because he didn't, he can't see things from her point of view. Yeah. He can't understand it. And he should see it's a trust thing. Like, it's not that. And I don't know how you fix that. If somebody doesn't trust you yeah. and you haven't done anything to ruin that trust, how do you fix it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I just feel like he's constantly, don't you love me? And this and that. It's like, yes, yeah, she does. Okay. She loves you. <laughs> but she just, she can't build trust with anybody because of her past. Yes. And, and sometimes I feel like he pushes her too hard to be like, you know. She's trying to please him so much that she's losing her own self. And it's like, mm. he needs to just back, back off. off. <laughs> like, back off. <laughs> Give her a minute to breathe. She's doing the best she can, honestly. <laughs> I think, um, so what did we have? We we left off where, I think last week we talked up to verse, up to chapter nine, I think. Um, so. so now she is, she's back in the house and she is, oh, wait, did we talk about when she left with his? No, oh, that his happens after. afterwards. So she had just moved in with him at, in chapter like seven, I think. Yeah. And he's trying to make her, you know, his wife. We talked about all that yes, last week. Yes. And then, so then right after that, once she's like, you know, learning new skills and stuff, which she keeps in the back of her mind only that she will use once she escapes him. But she ends up leaving him. Yes. With his brother-in-law. No, his, yeah, his, uh, no, his best friend. I hated oh, that. Oh my goodness. I, I can't remember his so name, much. but his brother, his, his, his best friend who was going to be his brother, who was it, his brother-in-law. No, it is his brother-in-law. Yes, he was his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law, yep. but his sister passed away. Yes, and- yes. 
and yeah. he knew her because he knows she had the reputation. So he knew. well, and he used to go to the brothel. Yes. He just couldn't afford her. Yes, yes, yes. That's what happened? And so he recognized her immediately, and he. But he was never said anything to, tell, to Michael. Yeah, he was afraid to tell Michael. Yep. But he he spoke to her. Yep. And he told her, "I know who you are, and I know what you do, and you're no good for him, and you need to get lost." Yep. And then he was trying to think of a way to get rid of her when she ends up coming to him and saying, hey, will you give me a ride back to paradise, which is where she worked at the brothel? Yes. And he was more than happy to give her the ride because he wanted to get rid of her. Yes. And then we know on the ride that uh, he they end up sleeping together. Yeah, because he tells her that she has to pay him yep. and she has nothing that she can give him. And, except she, and for he that. knows that. And that's why he asked, yep. because he wanted to do that to her. That whole thing was just so horrible. Oh, my goodness. And I was so angry because I was like, first of all, this is your brother-in-law's wife. Even if you have no respect for her, yes. the respect you have for him should have kept you from doing exactly. that. And he ends up he ends up paying for it because after he does it, he hates himself. He hates her. He's just miserable. At least with her, she's like, she's used to this, you know? Yep. So it's like for her, you know, uh, I think she felt something that... Uh, she definitely did. Worse than she normally would. Right, does. exactly. Worse than she normally would. Like maybe in her, before Michael, she wouldn't have cared. But, you know, she did feel like this is not what I wanted to do, you know? Right. But here you are, another man... In my life, who's, you know, all that's all you can see from me is 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 my body. And so this is, you know, this is what I expect. You know, I, ex right. I don't expect anything, anything more from you. But uh, the fact when she I, the fact that they both felt uh, a way about it showed you that he's just as wounded as her, too, when you think about it. Because why, like you said, why are you doing that? That is your that's your brother-in-law's wife. Like what's going on in your life that you would think that that's okay too. Right. You know, right. like something about you is off and wrong too. But, or something about how you think about women, you know, like I guess it's the mentality of uh, there's certain type of women until so it's okay to treat them that way. Cause he was, you know, of course, Michael's sister was not like that and she's a different type of woman. So he wouldn't have. And done later on we see he has an opportunity with another woman and he treats her totally different with total. Exactly. Respect. So there's definitely something about angel that just made him feel like this is what you deserve. Yeah, exactly. Of. Like you, you don't, you're, you're not really human. You're not really a, a woman that's respectable. So I can treat you that way. But notice, like you said, after it happened, he didn't feel good about it either. So, no. uh, he knew it was wrong, you know, like if he knew it was wrong, but I think yeah. the hardest part was when she went back to being a prostitute after all of that right and then she's dying on the inside because yes. she was like why didn't i stay with yes because she's so stupid yes she hates her life yep she hates she you know she's right back where she started yep she wanted to get money the money from duchess and be able to live on her own but that didn't, that work, didn't out. work out and now she's right back to where she was yep and then on 
worst of all is Michael comes to get her. Oh, my goodness. And he finds her with another man. Oh, my like, goodness. I couldn't even imagine. I feel like I would have just walked out and been like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm done here. Like, I just can't. <laughs> but it does, in that sense, it does mirror the story of Hosea, you know, um, yes. in the Bible. Because uh, I think. Yep, he has to go and get his wife back. And he had to keep paying for her, too, because he had to keep buying her back because she was then somebody's slave, and he would have to pay for her to get back his own wife, which was uh, very interesting. Actually, I read Chapter 2 of Hosea, and it just, you know, he's talking to the children, and he's like, tell your mother, you know, (laughs) this is how I feel about her. This is what I think of her. And it's like, he's so angry. I mean, it's just like... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just coming through the pages. And then you see the same thing with Michael. Yes. Where he's like, I'm so angry, I could actually murder her yes. right now. Like, he's just so infuriated with her. And then she shows no remorse. No. And he doesn't understand that. He can't comprehend how she couldn't be sorry for what she's done. And, and that really gets at him. You know, and in saying that and thinking about that, you know, uh, you... Like if you were to apply it to, to real life, you can see how people who are, who you know that you could look at and say, well maybe like why why don't they leave or why hasn't the situation you know they here they are in this they have an opportunity now for a better life why aren't they taking it? But I think what this story kind of shows is the other side. You know, you're seeing Angel's side, like you said. It's hard to trust. Like I, she's never had a reason to trust, and so, uh, you know, if you're applying well, it to real also life, there's too. there's a certain amount of I don't deserve anything. Yeah. Like I, she doesn't even feel like she deserves to. She should have never been born. She didn't deserve life. I mean, yeah. to such an extreme. Um, there is an actual mental like illness that's called, I'm trying to think of what it's called. It's like an imposter personality or something. Okay. And it's where somebody feels like they have no value. They have no worth. They are a fraud. Yeah. And people, um, if people could see who they were on the inside, yeah. they would despise them. Yeah. And people really do go through life like that. Yes. And angels definitely embodies those characteristics where she knows everything that she is and she knows that if anybody could see her the way she sees herself yes they would despise her yes and i she's just waiting for that waiting for that rejection waiting for that hatred and waiting for people to look at her the way she sees herself and that's why i think that's why though you have not come to a happy point yet i think (laughs) that's why this book has been so well received you know because i think a lot of people can relate to that you know, oh, like, I think we all have moments yeah. of feeling like I don't deserve not this. Enough. I'm yeah. not good enough. Yeah. I'm a fraud, and you know, I'm not a good enough person. And to yeah, be I'm redeemed, a fake person. you know, like yeah, why would I you mean, want to be redeemed? And sometimes we we may not even know this. Like my why people may reject Christ. You know, it may be that they think that they're not redeemable. You know, like yeah, why some would people God... think they're past the point of yes, forgiveness? Of forgiveness, yes. And it's like, I think, I think as I'm reading this story, I'm trying to keep that in my mind that there are people that do feel that way, you know, even though they know it, like the Bible will tell them, tell you these things, but you just don't believe it yet, you know? And so it's like, it's like, it's like angels. She's, 
she Michael is treating her well. He's teaching her all these things, you know. Um, he's giving her space when she needed, and he's treating her with respect. Like no one's ever done that to her, for mm-hmm. her, but it's still like like you said, doesn't get her to that point of trusting him, you know. But we're going to see. I, I promise you, Shanna, it does have <laughs> some happy points in there, but it does show you that trust does take time. You know, sometimes we want to, we want people, especially people in our, in our life that may not have accepted God and we want it to be, you know, we want to just tell them about God and like, well, how come he hasn't changed? Don't you know, I'm telling you everything about him, you know, but maybe it's that, that journey of trusting because we're actually seeing her journey of, of what she's going through to get to a point of trust. She does actually get to a point of trust, but not before going through, you know, these hard scenarios of going back to prostitution, you know, um, even like, even with the other women, like not feeling like she's, you know, of the same candor, you know, the same, um, not candor, but the same status of, you know, the, the women, the, but I love that they, I don't know if you're there yet, but they've made her like, they don't treat her differently. Like they don't know her past. so. So he, they end up meeting up with this family in need and they end up staying with them in the cabin. Yep. And it's a family of quite a few children, but she gets really close with the mother, the oldest daughter who's like 16. Yes. And then the littlest girl who's like four. Yep. And, uh, she immediately tells them that, uh, I used to be a prostitute. Like that's <laughs> one of the first things she tells them. Cause she's like, they might as well know. And then they won't like me. Yep. And uh, and they just are like, okay. Like, they don't really know how to react <laughs> to, to that, that information like, what do you say? she just says it. Like, out of nowhere. And at one point, Miriam, the oldest girl, says to her, like, why did you just say that? <laughs> like, like, once they became friendly, you're like, she just said it out loud. And yeah. she's like, and you said it loud enough that mother overheard. Like, I think that, like, that could have been our secret. Everyone I know. To know. <laughs> But they just treat her like family the whole time and they love her and they sew nice clothes for her and they just treat her so well that she ends up like they're like the first people she ends up actually opening up her heart to and loving. See, Shanda, there was. So you found some happy moments here. Yeah, there definitely was. But then then so then they move and get their own cabin and she runs away from home again. And she's just like, well, I loved somebody and they moved out of my house. So I'm running away again. Poor Michael. Who's just like, oh, here she goes again. Here she goes again. Good. Everything seemed great. She's like, oh, I love them. I love you. I love everyone. And then he wakes up in the morning and she and left she's again. Gone. Like, she's gone. Uh, but thankfully... She didn't go back to prostitution. No, not this so time. That was a huge step forward. You've I gone mean, far, moving, Shanna. She's moving in the right direction. <laughs> yes. I told you, I'm at like chapter 27. You almost like, like finished a book. There's only like 30 something chapters. Say. <laughs> this, this book, and it's so bad. So I've been putting it on at night, which I shouldn't because it's definitely not helping my sleep. But I, I haven't had a lot of time during the day to, like, listen to it. So I've been putting it on at night. I put a sleep timer on, and then it turns off, and I have to get up, and I'm like, ah, oh, 30 more minutes. Uh, 15 more minutes. Well, Another that- 15 more minutes, and then I'm going to bed. All right. Next week, oh. I'm just going all out. Because I, I stopped myself. I was at ex- I was at chapter 17. I was going to start another book just to stop myself. But I just kept thinking about it, and I was like, I just. You had to know. I just have to know. Like, does this get better? Did they live? And then. You know, in the story of Hosea, Gomer is able to have three children, yep. and we find out that Angel can't have any children. Yes. And she ends up loving that little girl, um, 
what was her name? Ruth. Yep. Who's like four years old. And Michael sees her with the little girl and he's like, oh, one day we'll have one of our own. And, yep. And then he, she has to tell him like, oh, we can't ever have children. And that broke his heart because he was like thing, imagining having a family with her and now that's out the door. And it's like just so much sadness. <laughs> there is a lot of sadness, but I, I tell you, hang in there. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe they'll adopt and they'll have a family that way. Maybe, maybe. I'm not going to tell you, but yes. <laughs> maybe. Not yes that they did, but yes. You know, maybe they could. <laughs> See, you're not reading through it as quickly because you've read it. So you know what's going to happen. But I have See, for me, no. it's like, this is my first time reading this book. And I'm like, okay. I need to know it. what's going to happen. Yeah. I need to like end it on a good note. And that's the other thing too. It's like, I want to go to sleep thinking something nice, not being so angry. <laughs> I'm like frustrated with these characters. Uh, I do think it's, it's very interesting. And I don't, I, I think it would be a realistic way if something like that were to happen. It yeah. wouldn't be this automatic love story and everything's healed and fixed. So I do think... No. That it would have to be this way. But. It would have to be. Uh, you know what? The good thing about this is by the time you're finished, because you're going to be finished with the book next week. So I'm just going to read it. I know. I'm, sorry. I'm just going to read it through. I'm not waiting. I'm, I'm just not reading it through. <laughs> um, but they're making a movie for it. Oh, are they? Yes. It's when does that come out? Either probably next year, I think. I don't. It's oh. either this year. I don't think it's this. It might be this year. If not this year, then look. next year. All right. So it'll be interesting to see how they do it and to see it, you know, just a visual, their visuals yeah. of it. So that'll be interesting. But I, I, uh, I'm I, just reading ahead because I haven't read it in a while, so I can't get into all the details. But I did make it up to where you, the first part <laughs> where you started, but I can't say anything else. I was doing so bad. And at one point I'm like, maybe I should text Janice and confess to her. That you I should, because really then I could have caught up to you. I, I stopped on Monday because I was like, oh, I'm I'm going ahead. Because it is interesting as you're reading each chapter, you do want to keep going and going. But yeah. I stopped on Monday and I was like, I'm just going to slow down. Well, you have more self-control than me. <laughs> well, I'm not going to have it anymore. I was going to start another book, but I was just like, I don't know. I wasn't ready to invest in new characters. Like, I'm kind of... <laughs> you kind of invested in this yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, I, I'll say it again. I know I said it last week, but I wish this wasn't the book after Jane Eyre, because I'm still on Jane Eyre. So it is a love story, but it's not the love story for, you know, it's not the love story. But I, it's it's hard. I'm, I'm, I'll try not to say it again. I'm separating week. them from each other, so I'm okay with You're it. You're okay. I have to learn how to do the separation. I'm still <laughs> in, you know, the Jane Eyre era. I'm like, all right, I hope whatever book you pick next is going to put us in the back in the... <laughs> back in a uh, Jane Eyre's time. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to kind of, I'll make a list. Maybe we'll discuss it next week. I'll make yeah. a list of what you think because uh, probably by next week we're going to have to start a new book. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, we, yes, I, you're going to be finished by like tomorrow. <laughs> so I we'll know. just finish up that, we'll just say it now. Next week we'll finish up the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and see why it was called Redeeming Love. Yes. Um, there better be some redemption. There is right some now, redemption. <laughs> you right don't now see it's a real downer. So anybody who is reading this book, because we recommended it, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. if you are struggling at this point. So am I. <laughs> but I do hear there's hope for the future. <laughs> <laughs> there is hope for the future. There really is hope for the future. I mean, you want a book where you want to keep reading it. So that is good. Yes, I will give it that. Good. 
It's yes. not like I'd be like, oh, I hate it. I'd want to stop reading. Like, no, I need to know the end of this story. And um, I do have a confession. When The first time I ever read Redeeming Love, I felt the same way that you felt about Michael. Okay. Um, Did he annoy you? Only because, like you said, I did agree that it's like, dude, give her a chance to um, to settle in and learn to trust you. She doesn't she doesn't know you yet, you know. Yeah. And I know it's been a couple of weeks, and even if it's been a couple of months, you know, she's yeah, lived I feel a like lifetime. He jumped of into this. the whole like, "This is my wife." It's like, and I love you. It's like, wife. how do you even know you love her? Yeah. You just met her. Like you. Don't I really even know feel her. like things should have moved slower. He could have just let her work there, and they could have lived together for a while, getting to know each other on a personal yeah. level. Like. I think he could have moved a lot slower than what he did. Yeah. I think he started to realize that at certain points of like, huh, maybe I shouldn't have pushed her. And, you know, I think sometimes he came to that realization. But I think if I was Michael, I would have done it totally different. He could have slept in the barn. She could have had the house. Like, they could have just, he could have <laughs> given her that much space because that's how much space she needed. <laughs> I, I think, know. but I think after reading it two or three times, I, I, I think that's why I'm not as annoyed at him. But the first time I did read it, I, I was Because you know it has him. a happy ending. So you're like, okay, he must have did it right because it ended okay. So maybe that's why. <laughs> right now I'm just like, she keeps running away from you. So obviously it's not working. <laughs> well, my thing was also, it's like, well, you don't, he keeps saying I love you, but you don't, you don't even know me. I haven't even told you my real name yet. You don't and know like everything about me. And she keeps telling him, oh, every yeah. man has said that to me, that they love yes. me. Like his words mean nothing to her. Like, yes. And she's told him that and he just keeps saying it. He keeps so. saying it. But, but, Shanna, think about that with God, right? How many times does God, you know, make it known that he loves us? Yeah. And, but we still keep, even we though it, it might off. be like, right, we might brush it off or think that we don't need it. And, yeah. but he still says it, you know, if you read yeah. his word, he's still, yeah. he's, it's still there that it's, it's, it's love. So I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that can help you. No, it definitely, (laughs) I definitely do see that in it, like God and us. Yeah. I definitely see that throughout the whole thing. It it definitely makes me reevaluate my relationship with God. Yeah. It's like, am I as difficult as Angel? Do I keep running away? And he keeps chasing, coming back after. Yep. You know, it's like the heartbreak that Michael feels. Is that what you feel? Like, it definitely makes you put more human characteristics to go- to, God to God and the yes. pain that we put him through. So I think that's been also an interesting thing. Yeah. I, yeah. Especially the, the part of chasing, you know, it, it thinks of me, I think of the, the, um, the parable of the, not the parable, but when Jesus talked about the lost sheep, you know, where he's, you know, he'll leave the 99 for the one, yep. you know? Yeah. And so this is like, and in this situation, he keeps pursuing the one. Like, I mean, they said Michael was handsome, so he could have really just been like, I'll just find someone else, you know, right. find another wife. Although, maybe not, because he did marry her. So, you know, whatever marriage is, something that God would take seriously, you're not just going to find someone else. So I don't, so maybe in that case, he would not have done it. But right. he could He did say he made a vow. He so made a vow. And it was, was like, he it. couldn't break He couldn't that. do that. Right. But he, 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 he still, you know, chased after her. Oh, he could have been like resolved to, this is not going to be a great marriage. I'm not even going to keep trying anymore. But he did keep, he always kept trying. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, so. a couple of times he wanted to give up, and he felt, Absolutely. you know, God telling him, you know, tend my sheep, tend my sheep. So yes. he kept going. Um, and look at that with the obedience. It's like when we, it, uh, it, it kind of shows you like you can, uh, you can have that when you're obedient to him, then God can, can work his plan as he, as he intended it to be, you know, right. without all the extra obstacles. But then when we're disobedient, not that he can't fix the plan, but now it's like, now you're experiencing pain and yeah. loss because, you know, because of disobedience and not because he's trying to punish you, but that's just a, the consequence of when in this life that that's what would happen. Right. So I think, I, I, I think, that's why it's not as horrible. But I do, like you said, I did have the advantage of reading it before. But I, so I can, I looked at it a little bit differently with that. I used to be mad at her. I'm not mad at her anymore. But I used to be mad at her. I'm like, just be loved. Yeah. <laughs> just be loved. He loves you. Just be, receive the love. <laughs> yeah. He's giving you the house. He's giving you everything you have. All of this. Just take it. It's everything you've ever wanted. And now you have it. But I get it. You know, you can't trust it. You know? Right. It's like and she feels never... undeserving of it. She feels yes. Michael could do better than her. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we see that. As Christians, too, you know, it's like, we know that Jesus died for us and we feel like, well, we're not really worthy of that. You know, yes, what have, especially when you what have we done mistakes. to deserve yes, that? Right. Yes. So it kind of just seems like, you know, you're better off with somebody else than me. I'm not a good Christian. I'm not a good example of who you are, Jesus, you know. Yeah. So I think we have moments of feeling like angel. Or at least I do. I don't want to put that on you. No, just... no, no, <laughs> no, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially it's like, sometimes I feel like I know better, you know, yeah. but, but then I also think of when Paul says in the new Testament, you know, why do I do what I don't want to do? You know, yeah. like I know what's right, but I keep doing what I know I shouldn't be doing. And yeah. so I know it's like it's, it's it like is the spirit human... is strong, but the yes. body, uh, the flesh is weak. It's weak. Yes. So it's like yeah. so we see that we see that in the story. You know, yeah. we see that in our lives. So it makes it very relatable. But sometimes when you're on the outside looking in, you want to just shake the person. Be loved. I'm like, so yep. God is probably like, just take my love. No. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? You know, and then Luckily, I'm reading Hosea and Gomer. God. And I'm just like, you know, and God is saying, like, Hosea is a picture of me and Gomer is a picture of you. And it's like, this is what you're doing. And it is. It's difficult. You're like. I don't want to do that, but then no. we do it anyway. So it's yes. like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but it's good. But I will say, Shannon, it does get better. It is called redeeming love. So yes. There is some redemption there. <laughs> so maybe there's hope for us too. There's hope for it. Go for it. Finish it. Finish it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, apparently I was going to do that anyway. Anyway, I see. <laughs> but I like having your blessing at least. <laughs> Next time, just tell me. Because okay. I said, like I said, Monday, I was like, I'm going to stop. Because I thought last week we said we were going to go, you know, slow. I, know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I had a lot of laundry to put away. And 
<laughs> that and, was and it. Then, <laughs> and then I ended up having a headache, and I had to like lay down with like my eyes shut. So you was listening to. So I was like, let me put something on to distract me from the pain. <laughs> Well, it worked. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So Anyways. what are we... Okay, so next week we are finishing up Redeeming Love. Yes, that's on the plan <laughs> Sorry now. if we um, sorry if we threw off anybody else who's trying to read with us. <laughs> You're going to learn that you can't read with us. <laughs> Just go at your own pace. Come back to the podcast later. <laughs> because we, uh. we cannot stay. Obviously, Shanna is the person who cannot... Um, Tell I'll you do how better. many licks I'll... gets to the middle of the. I'm of gonna the get better at this. You didn't tell me it was gonna be like this. At the I end of every chapter, I'm like, well, now I need to know. <laughs> they kind of leave you in suspense, and it's like, all right, like one more chapter. It won't I, hurt I'm to with read you. one more. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. So now we have to. I don't think we talked. We planned about it, but we'll work on what we're gonna read next. Okay, yeah, um, I'll have to. I'll have to come up with the a list. Book. You're picking the I book am. for next. All right, I am. I am. I'm nervous. I want. <laughs> I'm like part of me wants to like read a book that I know I'm gonna love, and the other part of me is like, let's try something new. So I'm gonna look. And oh, see now I'm I- nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'm gonna see. I have like you know books that I've wanted to read and stuff. So I'll see what I, what my, uh, my list is, and then All see right. what what you think will be good. So anyone listening this week, we don't have anything yet for next week. You'll be as surprised as we are. Surprise. (laughs) (coughs) Excuse me. That's one thing you should learn about us is we're very just like fly by the seat of our pants. I'm about to say we have no discipline. (laughs) We're just going. So do not take us seriously when we say what chapter. Feel free to read ahead because we'll probably have read ahead too. (laughs) Then we can all do it together. (laughs) Now, all right. So then we hope that you were listening and enjoyed our our talks for this week. I feel like we're missing something, Shanna. What are we missing? I don't think so. I think we did everything, right? I we thought it was a about... three, like a three story, right? Wasn't it? Three yeah, we things? did. We shared our oh, our quote, uh, our verses yeah. this week. Ah, we okay. uh, talked about where we're at in our Bible reading, and then we covered the book we are reading through currently. Oh, perfect! Oh, we're oh, we're we're like on point. I know we're so organized. <laughs> Look at us. Who knew? <laughs> Just in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed listening, and. Um, We'll let you know next week what we decided to read. Yes, stay tuned for the surprise. (laughs) (laughs) And, And listening to our ramblings. We hope you enjoy our ramblings this week. All right. Bye, everybody. We hope to have you here with us next week. Yes. We'll see you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Can you do us a favor? If you like this podcast, please write a good review for us on iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcast player. Your review or like helps others to find and listen to our podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.